somebody. Help me, please. Okay, this is actually not so bad. Hey, what's happening, y'all? This is the Great Effing Spiritual Awakening Podcast. My name is Brandon Anderson, and I literally re-recorded this episode because I just felt like I needed to share some dope-ass insight with you guys. So lately, I've been getting a lot of the same nods uh, and a lot of the same information in different forms of guidance. And, you know, I'm just like any person who wants to try to make things happen in their lives. You know, I get anxiety about things I want to manifest that aren't happening on the timeline that I want. Or, you know, I second guess my decisions or I'm just plain impatient. Those are the types of feelings that I've been having the past two or three weeks or so. So let's start, for instance, about a couple months back, my van had to go into the shop for a new transmission. And at the time, my wife and I were like really planning and really gung-ho about going on a road trip. And we were really trying to force this trip into like a tight window and also handle some responsibilities before it and then financially handle that part and just cram everything in so we could make this trip happen. And then the transmission went out. So now looking back, I'm just fortunate that it didn't happen later on because we could have been going up Interstate 75 almost to Georgia and it just clunks out, you know, and that's not going to be fun. So I was really kind of forced to be patient, to relax, to just trust in the bigger scheme and reflect on the good that actually took place. So another nod that I have been getting from the universe, a lot of you guys know that I use Oracle cards. So I'll pull one card from my deck most mornings because, you know, sometimes you just don't. And that's totally okay if you don't. But um, I've been getting three different cards for the last two weeks that all have a very similar message, um, which really resonated with me. And then yesterday, throughout the day, I saw the number 222. And you know, before we get into this, there are coincidences at times where you catch the clock at just the right time, you know, because we see them everywhere. We see them on our watches, on on our phones. We see them on our laptops or computers. So I don't always look for deeper meaning in numerical synchronicity. But I saw this number on three different occasions, and it just really resonated with me on a deeper level. So number one, I was speeding through the grocery store, you know, just trying to get my stuff done and get home. And I turned around. I'm in the checkout line, and my eyes went right to a grouping of items about 15 feet away, tucked on a shelf. And... They were all priced at $2.22. So that was like the primer to just be more aware. And I always see synchronicity as as an opportunity to breathe, to relax, to be mindful of yourself and your surroundings. So next, I catch it on the clock. Literally set in the car, turned on the car, and boom, it's right there in my face. And then lastly, I saw it on a highway sign as I was leaving Gainesville. And you guys, a lot of you guys know I live in Florida. Um, quick backstory, I'm never in Gainesville and I had no idea that there was even a highway 222 out there. I was not even supposed to be in Gainesville, but that morning I had an opportunity to do something that I normally would turn down because, you know, I like being a sheltered cancer crab in my own little space. Um, but I sucked it up. I surrendered to that experience 
and I actually gained a lot of knowledge. And at those moments where I noticed that synchronicity, I was extremely mindful about what I was thinking about, which was the total opposite of what the message that the universe was trying to relay to me. I was just thinking about the plans I had, the things that I want to manifest, the things that I want to happen. So I just put everything together, the experience with the van, the Oracle cards, the synchronicity with 222, and I did my research. And basically the universe was just telling me to chill out, relax. All of these moments we spend in a state of anxiety or lack is just wasted energy. You know, we're not looking at the grand scheme. We don't know what's happening around us that's supposed to be working for us, you know. Stop worrying about stuff all the time. Stop worrying about uncertainty in general. If you believe in a God or a source, it's got you. You just got to give a respectable effort in whatever it is you do. Treat people well and just be happy where you're at. And you're good. Where you are right now is all you got. And you just got to thank your God for your body literally just functioning properly. And the rest is honestly just whatever. You know, and and we all have to be accountable and be responsible to a degree, but it's okay to just let go and do what you want sometimes. And I really, really got to thank my wife for that, man. Like, she really allowed me to release a lot of guilt of, you know, giving to myself, whether it's time or money or anything. You know, go skateboard, go sit at the beach, play music, sit around doing nothing with your family. You know, I don't know what y'all like to do, but that's me. (laughs) Um, Do the things that make you feel the best and most at peace and that's it that's all you got to do so i just really hope that that resonated with some of you guys it's totally awesome to have dreams and to have goals but it's also important to realize that there's every moment leading to those goals it's important to enjoy those so you know celebrate those small victories just sit back and just relax sometimes it's totally okay all right and speaking of relaxation and peace I'm going to be sharing my experiences with sensory deprivation tanks and how they've benefited my wife and I in the most tremendous way. So I appreciate you guys listening. Just hang tight. We will be back on the GFSA podcast. All right, guys. Thank you all for joining me. As you know, I absolutely love sharing stuff uh, with people that can help them be more mindful as well as just improve their physical and mental state. A couple weeks ago, my wife and I were driving around Spring Hill, Florida, and we found Peace of Mind Float. And if you live in Citrus County or nearby, check them out. They have sensory deprivation tanks that can really help you recover physically and relieve a lot of anxiety. And I discovered floating about eight years ago through a nutritionist and trainer named Tyler Kalesiak. And he told me how great it was for recovery for athletes. And granted, I wasn't an athlete you know, even though in high school I had a couple good years, but uh, I put lots of wear and tear on my body, working a lot of hours being on the road back then, and I really need, needed something to just rejuvenate me, and it since turned into a necessary part of my life, and I was able to introduce it to my wife as well. Now, another Netflix plug, uh, if you guys have ever watched Stranger Things, then you might have noticed the episode, and I think it's literally called Bathtub. It's like chapter six or seven, but it's the episode where the main character, Eleven, and her friends set up a pool in their school gym so she can astral project. Now, Hollywood obviously loves to sensationalize everything, so it draws ratings, but 
it's pretty spot on except for the astral projections you know people don't always have those types of inner experiences but when you are in a sensory deprivation tank it is exactly just that you are depriving yourself of your senses so when you go and have this experience you're laying in a tank roughly the size of a king size bed most are a little bit smaller and from there you're cut off from all outside stimulation the water in this tank is heated to around 93 degrees fahrenheit which is pretty close to skin temperature with that you're deprived of the sense of touch so for me in my experiences in when i'm floating as time went on i kind of fell into a trance and i started to lose touch of where like my fingers and my feet ended as weird as that sounds unless i just pull them out of the water and the first time i floated like i said about eight years ago i just remember how trippy that was when it happened also these tanks are all different uh, but most have the option of some calming lights or sounds the first time I went into one of these tanks, I was really just scared to close the door and turn the lights out like a lot of people. You know, just being somewhere enclosed and dark by yourself with your thoughts, um, you know, that can be kind of scary. But after a couple times going, I started to prefer my senses being cut off. You have no sight seeing that it's pitch black dark without light in these tanks, nor do you have sound if you prefer. And I never use music or sounds while floating, but you can. And they also provide earplugs for sound, as well as to keep the water out of your ears when you're floating. Now, smell obviously is not really much of a concern in a tank, and neither is taste, so you don't have to worry about those senses. But what also really was trippy for me the first time, especially if you're a dense person that doesn't float in water, is that you actually float. So some of these tubs can have a minimum of a 1,000 pounds of Epsom salt in them so that the water is dense enough that you actually float in. Other tanks have a lot more depending on the size. So because of this, your body is completely free of the effects of gravity. You are literally just floating in space and you have no, no gravity, nothing pulling down on you. And there's so many scientific tests that prove that floating you know, reduces anxiety or reduces depression, helps with sleeping difficulties, reduces muscle tension, chronic headaches, lowers blood pressure all of these are benefits that i personally have experienced from floating and even more so on a regular basis now the first couple of times that i floated about eight years ago i really struggled to relax you know you're spending an hour alone in this tub and i kept looking at my watch thinking about a bunch of stuff um it was just an unusual experience but when i was done and i got out I immediately noticed that feeling of being light and clear. Everything is brighter. You're extremely relaxed. Your muscle pain is gone or reduced tremendously. And I felt really grounded and settled and happy. Like there's literally nothing that could give me a bad day after that. The third time that I floated was when I sort of had that first experience of being in a void, not knowing direction or time, but also knowing that you exist just not really sure where you were, um, but let me help you understand. So if you ever do decide to go float, it's really important, especially for me, to just focus on your breath. So from a spiritual standpoint, being in this tank is honestly like an hour-long meditation. So just be ready to relax your body and get closer to your inner self and whatever your internal dialogue is like. 
for me, thoughts would come, you know, whether they were positive or negative, but I just repeated my mantra internally, be here. I'll say be on the inhale, here on the exhale, and it just helps me stay grounded in that moment. moment. Uh, it helps me relax my mind and gently just stroll past any thoughts that keep me out of that moment. But when I started focusing on my breath, it got me closer to what scientists call that theta brainwave state. And theta waves are produced by the brain either right before falling asleep or right as you're waking up. And usually you hear about these waves being associated with certain states of meditation, lucid dreams, or creativity. But I just remember being relaxed and getting to a point where I, I didn't know where I was. I was in like a, a black void uh, similar to other experiences with meditation or psychedelics. And I just remember feeling peace and an extreme state of relaxation. There was no sense of time or gravity or anything. And the second I remember acknowledging that feeling, I came out of it and the bell rang for the end of my float session. And I don't think I've ever remembered an hour going by that fast in my life, nor have I felt more clear and at ease and content when I was finished. And this type of experience may or may not happen with you. Now, some people can take the spiritual approach and look at floating as a way to connect quicker to the source or astral project, just like, just like Eleven did in Stranger Things, you know, by detaching from your senses. But, you know, and I believe that it's possible if you have the ability to do so. But if you can't resonate with the spiritual aspect, just remember athletes do this all over the world to recover their bodies. And not that it matters who he is as a celebrity, but Joe Rogan is like a huge advocate for sensory deprivation tanks. It's just playing good for your body and giving your senses a rest and taking the effects of gravity off of your body is definitely not a bad thing. So once again, man, I appreciate you guys listening. I really hope uh, that some of this helps some of you um, get a little better understanding of what's happening in sensory deprivation tanks. After this episode, I'm going to take a couple weeks off to do some preventative maintenance in life uh, for myself, my family, and this podcast. I just want to also improve the way I put this content out. So in advance, I really appreciate you guys understanding, but always be sure to find us on social media at the GFSA podcast on Instagram. We also have our Facebook group as well. Please be sure to leave a rating and review if you'd like on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you're listening on. And again, Thank you guys for showing up each week. I really appreciate each and every one of you guys, and I will see y'all in a couple weeks.